0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Mina san what's up weaves and casuals alike. We are Baka and Company and we're here to provide you with a deep dive into all your anime favorite shows and movies. We'll talk about both new and old anime and everything in between. If you have suggestions, please send them our way by giving us a tweet over at Podcast on Twitter or sending us an email through at podcast at gmail.com. We also want to give a huge shout out to Akano on SoundCloud for our intro. On this episode, we'll be talking about Vivi, the Fluorite Eyes song, and my guests will be... My guests, I guess... God damn it. Ruin my intro. I was going to say, he's not a hot dog. He's not a human. He's Frankfurter.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: And his partner in crime, the magical hero of our hearts, Magically Average. Hello.
2: Who the fuck's our hero? I
0: was
2: going <laughs> to say, I am, a boy. <laughs> I am no one's hero. I am more of a villain than I am a hero, For all being honest. Especially today's episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We got that energy going for us. So, um... If you don't know what Vivi is, the fluoride I song, a little brief overview. Um, highly developed AIs start to come out in the world. Uh, we get introduced to a cataclysm at the beginning that will lead us into our story. Um, however, it centers around Diva, Our main heroine, uh, and this production was made by Studio Wit. With some voice talents you might recognize because we talked about them a little while ago is uh, Atsumi Kanazaki, she voices Diva, Vivi, uh, and she also voices everyone's favorite Chaos Lord, Anya. Peanuts! I- <laughs> you really got to enunciate there, bud. Yes, but. please.
0: Peanuts!
2: <laughs> that I forgot that
1: she voiced Anya. Yeah. You never guess it. And then um, our second Lord of Chaos, who voices Matsumoto, the talking... A.I. later on a cube is none other than June Fukuyama, who voices Lelouch from. Geass. Oh. yeah. Oh, okay.
2: it's been a while since I've seen that. Right. Yeah. That cube A.I. is basically just the cube version of the space uh, orb thing from Portal 2.
1: <laughs> With a little bit more. Um, yeah, he's got more, oomph, <laughs> more oomph to him. <laughs> So, uh, to go into, uh, we're going to do no spoiler territory here first. Uh, basically, we get introduced to a world where there's a super terrible cataclysm where these AI robots are slaughtering mankind anywhere and everywhere. It's terrible. It's carnage. And then all of a sudden, what happened? Why is there no carnage? We get introduced to Diva, an AI who is purely created to bring happiness to everyone with her song. And that's where we'll get started. So with the show just being like the first episode and us kind of knowing something bad's going to happen, that's kind of what grabbed me. I'm, I'm a fan of like catastrophe first story. Second. True. So, I've, so it, it, that was the hook for me. And then when they do AI and they start talking about the near future, and using kind of real world problems, because as we all know, like the AI overlords over at Google will know anything and everything about us, especially my search history. Also true. And it's it's a concern. Like it's it's a legitimate issue that is eventually going to need to be discussed. But when you watch it in an anime format, it's a lot easier to digest. I'll leave it.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. To go into non-spoilerly topics, I guess the first episode just describes it and just puts it off. Uh, I was hooked by episode one, but uh, I was very cautious going forward because all in all, this is a a time-traveling show of sorts. Which, if you've ever watched a time-traveling show, you know that it is very difficult to pull off without having like hitting so many different tropey road bumps along the way. So with how interesting this premise was, like it's nothing new, but at the same time it is a breath of fresh air for the fact that the character is this robot that is her, her sole purpose, or their sole purpose, uh, I mean if you want to go gender fluidity, their sole purpose is to make everybody happy through singing. So... This singing robot is supposed to save the world. That's like that's that's a pretty big twist on the genre of AI killing the world. How do we save it? So I it had me after episode one, but like I was optimistically cautious because I know how many road bumps along the way that it could hit because there are so many tropes when it comes to time traveling. Um, my non-spoiler review, I really enjoyed it up until like a certain point um there were a few things near the end that like i was like yep i knew eventually we'd get hit to this point and it, it brought it down a couple points for me i would probably give this a good solid 7.5 7.75 out of 10 um i enjoyed a majority of the ride so like i can't really dog on it too much but in the spoiler review for what the ending was and what they what happened there i it to me you kind of it kind of lost me so it's it's a little unfortunate but uh, overall i really enjoyed the experience uh going through it Ted, yeah, what, what did you think
2: i sort i mean i without rehashing what everyone's already said i liked it actually up until probably the halfway point because that's okay. when we started to get... It was sort of a turning point where we started to get a little bit deeper into the purpose behind this one AI going through these different events in history and understanding a bit more about her purpose in the whole plan, this whole... It's not really a spoiler, but its they, they deem it the Singularity Project. Yeah, her job. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I was really invested in learning more about it, but I felt like the more I learned and the more they started to unravel, the less impressed. I was with how things were unfolding. I would, it just felt like they speed rushed it at times like I really wish they would have built out certain aspects of the world during these different points in history and dive deeper into what events had taken place in between that has led to these different moments because I I even though it's like not really that important per se to like the the progression of the story I just felt that it would have really laid out more what was going on sort of explained how we reach these different pieces of the, you know, the project and how we've been progressing through this, again, singularity project and why these characters keep going through these different situations. So just action only took it so far and the action sequences were incredible, but I would honestly probably give it like a six. Okay. Drew, what did you think?
1: I like, I'm very much in the same boat. I had a lot of fun leading up to certain events. I want to say those first probably five episodes, I I was really invested in and learning more and getting excited for what was to come. But just how, how they integrated what changes happened in the story, we'll say, without getting into that, um, it did feel kind of like, they were going to give us more but they just were holding back on something and that these breadcrumbs eventually were going to lead us to some golden goose and we got there and the goose is tinfoil so
0: it's the tinfoil leftovers you get at a steakhouse
1: exactly and the like that's that's my concern with the story but like presentation of this show and the animation and the sound I'm not going to say made up for it but it was a nice perk to have because at yeah. times when they when they do some of those animated scenes whether it's a fight scene or they do uh, some of those uniquely animated stills where like everything except the mouth movement is like a, a painted still
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that was beautiful and, and I haven't seen anything try anything like that in a long time nothing's really blown me out of the water for like picturesque kind of beautifully painted backgrounds let alone characters in a long time and it yeah. was it was a nice treat but it was it was a show like I really liked the hook I really liked the idea and it it was like it's like a kids roller coaster right so you're going up to something you're going to have something exciting come at you and it's yeah okay Yeah, the drop, the
2: drop's not. Yeah, the drop's not thrilling enough. It's
1: not as steep. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, I, I'm right there too. Just because, uh, like, wit, as we've stated numerous times, is is fantastic when it comes to animation. The it's it. You're to your point about the stills and just having that really like, the painted still images. Um, it actually reminded me of. I feel like there's like a couple, like just maybe a handful. Vivi had plenty more, uh, but I think Wit did that in the early, like the first season of Attack on Titan, where there yeah. were like certain scenes where they had like the painted, like well, I think when like the colossal Titan shows up, I think that portion is painted, where they zoom in on
1: the, the Titan itself, yeah,
2: yeah, Titan over the wall, um, which is like it's really impactful, right? Like because it's a it's it's just such a unique art style that's that contrasts the regular art style of the show, that it really stands out. So that those aspects of, of Vivi, fantastic. The art, the the music piece, the, just the sound in general, the sound design, all wonderful. Um, but I would correlate it to, and I know Frank's probably going to yell at me for this, so you'll have to excuse me, but at least let me explain myself, sir. Um, I would relate it to Bubble, the movie that came out on Netflix from Wit, just because oh, of the fact that it, it was... Well, so just let me explain. I know, I know, game, I know, let, I know. Let I know. me explain Continue. first. Go. The animation in Bubble, superb. The sound design, unbelievable. Like, it is it is a very visually pleasing movie to watch, but the story just falls flat. And I, felt, I feel like Vivi kind of falls in line with that, but in a different vein to where, like, Vivi had 12 episodes to work with, Bubble was just a movie, and they they fit they've put a lot of stuff in 12 episodes but it was almost too much and like i said previously like they sort of just force-fed it and like just went as fast as they could to get everything they wanted in in that limited amount of space and i think that took away from the show i think they could have done a lot more with less and it have and have it been even better than what they put out so I
0: in if we're gonna compare apples to apples between like Vivian and, and Bubble, I would say that Vivi definitely had a more compelling story by any sort of the semblance of story oh, yeah. than Bubble yeah. did, which makes it leaps and bounds better, like better rating, better everything. Um, honestly, I, while I think Bubble is in a masterclass of animation in general, I think that the animation in this show more than speaks leaps and bounds to what Studio Wit can do with like a but like any sort of semblance of a budget. Like the I hate 3D anime. I will gripe about it every fucking time. This had 3D anime in it and the, like CGI and it it's fucking seamless. It is so fantastic. Like you can see it gets a little iffy near the end. Uh is with it, some is of the it better sequences. than OniPon? <laughs> um no for the fact that OniPon doesn't have entirely too many scenes than it, it um, right, yeah but um i think just it doesn't stick out it isn't such an eyesore throughout the entire show that i i really enjoyed the 3d cgi in this but um to counter go back to bubble and everything bubble like it has its own faults it just doesn't the plot is just nothing it's it's just stupid it's not there the writing is horrible vivi they they tried to tackle one of the hardest sci-fi tropes in time travel, which i'll 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 give it a three episode try no matter what if it's if something about the show will draw me in, which Vivi had fucking character design out the wazoo. I really like the character designs. They had animation just in spades. The sound design itself was excellent. The music that the character sings is so fucking good but also just they have these scenes throughout the show where there's like this grandiose like music in the background that i know there was one scene that it took me completely out i was like why is this track here otherwise like it was an amazing track but it didn't sync well with what was going on on screen but like other than that one moment the music in this show is breathtaking. It is so, so good. Like it's, it's something that you would expect something to be in a movie like Bubble, but it this show was so good, and I the only thing that's holding it back is to me is just what kind of the minor ending gripes that I have with it, but it's like. Yeah, we can talk and flaunt about all day about how good the animation was because it in honestly this is probably one of the best animated shows I've I've seen to date. Wow. I don't know I don't know how you guys feel about that like to me like that's how I feel.
1: I'll say it's up there. I I really enjoyed the action scenes and I even have a note that I was taking like this is the first time I actually sat with a notepad open while i was watching the show and the bike scene in episode five plus the music plus the drifting mechanic that they were using and i say bike scene because it wasn't a bike it was that uh cube thing yeah 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 so just everything lined up so well for that like you have that the story beat of what she's accomplishing in that episode it leads up to like, hey, I'm on this mission. Like, I have to change like my outlook, my my being, to accomplish this because what I'm going to do is horrible. And just everything leading up to it, the Matsumoto, the her Cube AI companion, quote unquote, uh, just getting ready to help her, and it just like that music hits, the action scene hits, the like my favorite animation thing that they do in a lot of anime is the missile spam. So whenever the, an enemy fires like a ton of weaponry, whether it be lasers or missiles, it always comes in those really beautifully drawn huge lines. I'm using my hands to talk and my avatar is freaking out. Uh, <laughs> and what ends up happening is you have these really cool scenes where like they're using a flying vehicle, but it's drifting in a certain way. Yeah. And there's explosions behind them. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm ready for more of this. Let's go, Vivi. Like, this is awesome. I didn't know I was watching an action anime. and then my next note for, unfortunately, the next episode is, why does the animation drop off?
0: I wouldn't say that it drops off. It's just, I yeah. feel like there's... There's, there's a only tone. Okay, you gotta... Yeah. So, I would say, like, give we've already kind of given our ratings drew what is your rating and then we'll hop into spoiler territory because i feel like like we can't talk about yeah yeah, yeah. out of 10 because i feel like if we were going to continue this kind of type of conversation we do need to jump into spoilers so fair warning after uh drew gives his uh ranking we will be going into spoiler territories for vivi so fair warning if Um, you want to drop out
1: so my anime list won't let me split Ratings, but right. I like a seven point nine to an eight, and to carry it over to an eight would be for the quality to stay as high as it was. There, okay. cause there's certain points where I feel maybe the director wanted to convey something different mm-hmm. in a, in a scene, and so like that. The episode I'm talking about again, spoilers. So we're going fun, into we spoiler
0: ra- spoiler territory now.
1: Okay. Episode 5, Vivi has to kill another AI to save millions. Yeah. She kills the AI. She, We learn later she has a psychotic break because of it, and she splits the Vivi personality and the D.Va personality. So D.Va is who she was originally programmed and built as. Vivi is the alter ego that she takes on to do the Singularity Project and prevent the AI uprising, because apparently she's the only one that can do it because she's the only AI that reaches over the age of 100 so when she when we go into the next episode where she's now a songstress she's you know what she's performing for large crowds she has very crazy fans is is another note i wrote because we have a couple people in the crowd that are like hey you know what i'm all about this ai she's gonna get flowers and then we have another guy whose face is looking like the person who got injected with like the t-virus and they're just going manic in the crowd and he's not he's not being held back he's with the rest of the crowd having a good time um but there's something in the style change for that episode because like herself vivi is now diva i feel like because they're trying to convey that they're not the same person yeah that's why it changed a little bit but even still like the the show had enough legs to get me through that hiccup and i think I think that was my only really big concern is that like we had a change and I was like, well, I, the show's been this way for 5 episodes. Why are you changing on me? And that's probably my only gripe and why like I would rate it like 7.5 out of instead of an 8.
0: Okay. Um I'm just going to go into my gripe with it because Tyler, you probably share the same gripes that I do plus more because I gave it a 6. <laughs> probably probably plus more so Ever you had me until you were in they like Vivi was in the museum. She gets put in the museum in about episode yeah. ten eleven, um, to where she can't sing anymore, and she's just basically there as like, hey, this is historically, this is what I did. I am one of the oldest AIs here. Here I am. I can't sing anymore. And uh, you see time goes by because this one obsessive kid is just like visiting her over and over and over again. And you're like, okay, more than likely this little, this little bitch right here is uh Masamoto or whatever the fucking cube is like he grows into Masamoto, no. which happened. Um, kind of. No, it, it is. It is him. It, the little kid ends up being the the professor who makes the program to
2: put into the cube he's the professor that makes he doesn't become the cube ai correct they have the same name they have the same name He is the creator of the cube but like it's
0: like okay trope number one doting little child over ai robot there's there's one trope that i was just like saw that coming but you know what i can overlook this a little bit my biggest gripe is that you go this whole show is like let's save the world from this one specific event you get to episode eleven. This one specific fucking event happens. You you spent the entire show to try and prevent this, and you don't prevent it. So how are we gonna fix it with the next fucking time travel trope? Let's go back and do it again. They fucking they 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 they, tr- they don't really they do, but they don't go back and do it. Like it's it's one of those things of just like it's really annoying. That they go back and they do it again. And it happens. And they're like, well, we're going to try it one last time. But you know what? I'm not going to... Like, I'm going to die. I'm not going to push the button. But, like, this is your last chance at doing it. Because, like, once they go back and they come... They're like, they... No, I'm getting my timelines mixed up. The original timeline... Or, like, the thing happens. They go back in time. They go through the hundred years. It happens. They try and stop it. They get so far... And the robot at the end is like, if you can sing for me, because you made this song on your own. Like the reason the sing, like the uh, like AI uprising happened, is the AI are like, well, yeah, I know. This is in in Tyler's laughing because we talked about before this that Frank should make a podcast in which he tries to explain a show really no. poorly, and this no, is no, no, me no, explaining I... it
2: really poorly. Well, yeah, but no, I'm laughing because y- <clears throat> you're basically doing what i'm going to be griping about like you explaining it is exactly what my gripe is
0: like they failed the mission like after the first hundred years they get so far and then the ai robot is like yeah we're uprising because the humans became too dependent on us and then you went ahead and had the first idea of creativity amongst ais so we no longer need humans because we know that we can be creative given the amount of time so fuck humans. They're all going to die unless the you audacity. sing us unless you sing us that song and she can't sing the song. So what do we do? We go back in time another hundred years and they fast forward it basically to that point in time. And they're like, oh, cool. The fucking AI uprising happened again. Actually, no, they don't do the hundred years. They do it to the day that it happens. Yeah. It's so it, sorry. Timelines, stupid. Time traveling, not fun. Anywho. They're like, okay, that's trope number one. Let's go back and do it again. But this time it's going to be the last time because once she goes back in time and she like goes through the steps again, the professor who's going to send them back in time dies so he doesn't send them back another hundred years and it doesn't happen again. It's just like, it's these AI tropes of just like, we're going to send you back again, but it's going to be the last time. Ooh, get it right this time or we're all dead. And that's, that's where I'm griping with it. It's just, you've, you had a very good, compelling show and story And then you threw it all to the tropes, like it 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 was like shit. We have a few episodes left. What do we do? Well, we could always go down this route as a safe route, and you picked the safe route. It wasn't it wasn't the right decision, in my opinion. Like I don't know, there's other ways of doing it. I would have to think in a clearer head as to how to figure it out. But to pick the safe route and take the high road of we're gonna go back in time again uh it's not it that's my that's that's my biggest gripe is the fucking the tropes that they just they they were at the top of the tree they just need to stick the ending and they fucking hit branches on the way down
2: mm. see i would argue that what they really did was they tried to climb the tree as fast as they could and every single branch they just hit kept hitting their head on until they finally concussed and passed out and fell down my My biggest thing, and funny enough, you sort of, in your rambling nonsense, yeah, that was a way, bit much. but like you describing the ending that way, sort of that encapsulates my thoughts of the show in that there is way too much crammed into 12 episodes. This should have been a 24 13. episode show. No, yeah. this should have been 24 episodes No, 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 it was yeah. 13, yeah. not 12. Sorry. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I we got missed that another, one extra I missed another Give us that extra minutes. 12, Apologies. 24 minutes. Apologies. It should have been 24 episodes. The, the, for the sole reason of the fact that they had every single piece available to them. They set up the time travel elements really well right at the beginning. They built into it as the story progressed until it finally came through at the end with this whole reveal of like, this doctor was the one that did it and here's the relationship to Diva and how she became Vivi and here's how the Matsumoto AI cube came into being. Like, they got to that point, but it was so late into the show that they only had a finite amount of time left to then go, okay, well now we have to wrap it up into some way, like it's got to be there's got to be some conclusion. How are we going to do that? And that's what led to the well, we tried t- time traveled and then didn't work. And then we time traveled again because we realized what didn't work and then we made it work and now everything's hunky dory, kind of. People still died. We know but the like, answers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, like that aspect of it is the most infuriating part. Is that like they had like everything was perfectly laid out like they had every single element available to them to to create a really, really good time travel, artificial intelligence, apocalyptic show. And because they had to speed rush it in 13 episodes, they, they missed out on a lot of opportunities to build out pieces of the story. Where what happened at the end was they sort of just fucking took pieces like it's like finishing a puzzle halfway through by just gluing pieces into some random order and being like it's done i guess it sort of works yeah like it doesn't that's my whole problem is that i it's so much investment into the first six episodes where you're like this is really good the world is very interesting i love the characters i love the fact that we're getting a lot of this simultaneous world building mixed with character development, mixed with plot progression. Like it's all super fluid and it feels really nice to then just have the latter episodes take you a fucking nose dive because they're like, Oh, by the way, this is happening and this is happening and this is happening and we're finishing up this and this is happening and it's done. And it's like, uh, there's so many unknowns and there's so much left to explore that you're like, you feel like you've been cheated. Yeah. Like I, like I, I want to know what happened in between because we're gonna get into we've already been into spoilers, but like mm-hmm. basically the Singularity Project, there are only like a handful of events that occur where where Vivi has to change the course of history by by doing some sort of action, whether it's saving someone like the first person who's a a, a, a senator who's initiating this bill to help give AI more rights right. like yep. humans do um and he's going to be assassinated by this group she has to go and save him and then saving him causes another you know because of like string theory and 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 alternative the butterfly realities. effect right well more string theory than anything because it's like it's it's what would happen in an alternative reality like what okay, would, yeah, what yeah. Would, what course of action would take place because of that you know that leads into this this next piece of of history and now these events have happened and then she has to be brought back because another events going to take place that could alter the course of history. But there's gaps of like, seven years, 15 years, 12 years, to where like, literally in the show, they're like, hey, Matsumoto been 20 years, what you been up to? And I'm like, 20 years? What? What's happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, some things happen. Like, you can see the, the AI communication towers getting a little bit bigger and whatnot. Like, oh, whatever. You can see the, some of the AIs AI becoming more intelligent. They don't look as robotic now. They actually have human faces now like you do. Like, I want to know what happened during that piece. Like, the, there's, there's a lot of different elements of the world that are being, like, sort of just f- thrown at you. Yeah. With no explanation. And it's like you're just supposed to take it because it's like this is how you get the story moving along. Just don't ask questions. So I just it, it felt like I was robbed at the end because they rushed it and they tried to cram it in. And yeah, to your point, the whole like we time traveled back and it didn't work. So what are we going to do to fix it? Let's time travel just slightly back like a day uh, since we know this information and now we can fix it. And sure as shit they do and then all the ai evaporate into particle dust effect and then everyone
1: yeah
0: Yeah, sacrifice sacrifice myself to save the future that was another gripe that is just
2: like as a trope yeah but and this is my last thing and then i'll stop for a bit the other (laughs) annoying piece because i and i because i love this piece too i i i really like artificial intelligence and um when i was in law school i actually wrote a paper on artificial intelligence in law and like how Different nations are developing laws to basically ready themselves for the artificial intelligence surge that's coming in, not just like to computers, but like in warfare and things like that, too. Um, So this was like really interesting from that standpoint of like, can AI develop consciousness and can it start thinking on its own, which is what this also explores, too. But Vivi's whole mantra of like, what does it mean to put your heart into something? I love that. I thought yeah. that was fantastic. She asked every single person, like in every one of the events that took place in like the first eight episodes, she'd be like, hey, person I'm fighting that I just defeated, what does it mean to you to put your heart into something? Because, you know, AI doesn't have that concept. They don't have the concept of like how it actually feels to have human emotions. Like they, they under, you know, through programming, they can understand like, okay, when something like this happens, you're supposed to feel sad. But they don't know what sad is. They don't know what happiness is. So the idea of like putting your heart into something, another emotional aspect of like being human versus being a robot is foreign, is a foreign concept too. So the, so like her being like, Hey, what does it mean to put your heart into something? And then realizing in a later episode that the, the doctors, the the scientists that created her, like one of them put into her programming, like make her have this concept of putting her heart into things like having a heart And the scientists are like, you don't realize that that's literally impossible for an AI to process, right? And the doctor's like, yeah, but fuck it, it'll be funny, right? (laughs) Basically what she said. That's what she said, basically. She's like, like, fuck around and find out. yeah, why not? Do it, yeah. See what happens. And what happens is that she slowly starts to develop consciousness. And then, at the end, it just, they're like, like, it's gone. Like, Like, it never happened. Like, consciousness? I mean, she wrote a song, yeah, but like, That's all that matters, right? I'm like, no, there's so much more to that, and and you you had everything set up to do it, and then you just stopped. So I I just honestly, if it had if it was 24 episodes instead of 13, I think it'll it would have been an easy 10 out of 10. They just had more time to build out everything, to really take every all the pieces and carefully put them into place. You would have had an excellent top tier. 10 out of 10 show but because you didn't it's a six hot damn that's my thoughts that's my
1: that's some really good points because they they did some excellent world building and introducing to us to like like at the beginning ais aren't perfect they can only have one job you can only accomplish this task you know what you're a cook ai you're a greeter ai you're a garbage ai that's it but
2: Frank's the garbage AI. I mean, I'm the garbage human. You? You're like basically like um, what's the what's the the
1: 205 or whatever it is? <laughs>
2: no, no, the the trash Sesame Street character, oh. just the robot version of that. Yeah, you just live in a garbage can. Oscar Wait, the garbage. one, Oscar yeah, Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Oh, why did that take me you're so You're Frank long to the further I don't know why. Can. I thought you were you were saying that
0: I was the the ai robot that like co- like puts himself into the singing robot that later is supposed to commit suicide <laughs> i thought you were calling me no, no, robot. No. i was like what that's no you're, harsh. Not, antonio. No. you're no, not antonio you're not, you're not antonio but you're... yeah uh that's so uh, this is the question i want to ask you guys because there this show while rush it did have arcs to it and i really enjoyed some of them like i i want to ask what is your favorite arcs of this show Ooh.
1: Like what was your um, favorite arc? I think I think my favorite arc actually was the arc we were just talking about was like Diva it ha- has lost her memory. She's going to this humongous concert to try and link the the gap between AIs and humans actually getting along and
0: so stopping the suicidal yeah. AI. The first suicide, suicide suicide AI robot that commits suicide.
1: Yeah, because that leads us down a path of like hey if they if they know what like killing themselves means then well then they they have enough of a conscience to to do that stuff so but that leading up to that it it's a, another dilemma right like if an ai knows how to terminate itself a program whatever like that has to be some semblance of of a soul and then because of these two ais we learn ophelia is this like meek kind of like you know what i sing in small venues I do like off-off Broadway kind of venue singing. I'm I'm quiet. I'm cute. Everyone's gonna love her because, according to what I was reading on a couple of sites, people did love Ophelia, um, as the show was airing before they found out the tragic truth that her partner AI, which is an audio technician, light technician AI named Antonio, who has a really fun design, because um, he's like a he looks like a soundboard with legs, tank legs. And he like, can modify his own settings by like touching his head. It's really weird. Uh, but he downloads himself and overwrites Ophelia's programming because she's not strong enough to continue being who she she's is. She's got so.
0: self-esteem issues. She yeah. he, she doesn't have the confidence enough to become the singer that right. he
1: sees. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to use my programming because I know I'm confident as Frick. But your skill to make you that, that powerful songstress that I want Things go horribly wrong. Um, and Diva kind of intervenes. But at that whole point, D.Va is going through a scenario where she doesn't know who she is and why. So yeah. she's being, she's trying to f- find a, a person who she's recognized. It's been, at this point, is it like 60 years since she last saw him?
0: Oh, uh, you're talking about the human. Um, yeah. uh, shoot. Uh, is it... Uh... Kirishima? No, it's not Kirishima. No, it's yeah.
2: like Katakari Kata, Kata, uh, Kata or whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, Kakitani. Kaki Kaki, Kaki. Kaki. Kaki, Kaki, okay, so it's been like long enough that this man that she met when he was in his mid-30s should be an old man by now. But he looks like young as the first time she met her. Well, that's because meets... it was, uh, he was like his consciousness AI. put... Yeah. yeah,
0: it was an AI put into a body that looked like him.
1: Yeah, and so she's like trying to track him down. He's hacking and Matsumoto's like, well, I I don't see anything on the screen. So we have this whole thing where Diva is using her, Yeah, Diva is using her battle programming to activate stuff that she doesn't really know. And she's very concerned as to who the person on the other side of it is because how how do you exist without knowing who you are? Yes.
2: Oh, I was just going to comment on the fact that that episode is this single episode that infuriates me the most, I think. Really? Okay. <laughs> but I can go into that afterwards. You I just, I was yeah, trying can. to control myself. Cause I'm no, like, no. Oh, I'm remembering all these feelings and thoughts I had, and now they're all coming together.
1: <laughs> well, it's the, it's one of the uh, part of the arc that the style changed for me. And I was like, eh, what are we doing here? Um, but that whole arc of how, like, Diva learns that you know what, she had to do things to protect everyone, and she's kind of hidden herself away and, like, um, I'm trying to think the developer term, but like, built a moat around herself to protect herself from herself. Um, yeah, and then she stops the suicide, but Ophelia still dies. Antonio still dies because we find out that he can remote control himself, and this whole big fight ensues. But with a it's very not a suicide. No, it's not technically. Um, but it's it's a double suicide or a murder suicide. I it, forget. What yeah, it was. it was. I think they yeah.
0: classified it as a homic- like a murder suicide. Murder suicide. But the... still, it's technically an AI
1: committed suicide, but suicide, not really.
0: Right. But like, yeah, it's it's fucking frustrating.
1: But the. The perk of the this arc is um, the really weird electronic warfare part of the episode, that weird battle where everything goes technorific, and we got like, Yu-Gi-Oh! trap cards on the field, and people that are was, stepping on... Yeah, that was at the Digimon. end.
0: That was at the end. That was the last arc.
1: That was the last yeah, arc. The, no, this is the... Ophelia no, not, not, in the oh, yeah, oh. not in the
2: archive.
0: not in the archive. Sorry, 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 Okay. Yeah, it so was bad. Digimon yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just for
1: Digimon. <laughs> you're it right was fun. it was it was an interesting way for them to visually show how like hypothetically electronic warfare would work i it was enjoyable it was it was not as i don't know like i liked this arc because of everything it contained but action wise i really liked um the what was her name the first ai marriage arc yeah i i don't remember the name but grace yeah so that was like animation wise favorite arc story animation sound and design ophelia arc (laughs) magically average give us your thoughts
2: so i am gonna sound like a broken record but i don't care the the ophelia arc so the arc where it's the turning point in the singularity project where vivi after experiencing the traumatic um events of having to kill grace the ai who was controlling this robot island which we didn't even get into that piece but there's like a whole island that was basically it was just run autonomously by robots um but it was going to be like there was some event that was going to take place where it was going to cause like a mass exodus of robots to come infiltrate and kill people I think well, yeah, it was the tar- because the raiders were coming
0: to destroy it, and the AI protect themselves and kill it, and it's the first time the AI kills
2: humans. Yeah, yeah. And then the doctor who marries the AI, we find out that um, the one AI that's with them is not actually, it's a copy, and the real one is the one that's controlling the robot island, and that's, like, they made her basically protect the island at all costs, and then Vivi goes in and punches a fucking hole through her chest. Um, but then when she comes back and tells the doctor, he's like, "And I saw it coming from a mile away." I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Um, he he shoots himself, and it was like one of the first times where, like, Vivi completed her mission, and she thought she was doing something right, and the result was a, a human dying, and taking their own life, and it caused like a system shock, and she shut down. On reboot, she becomes Diva, but like kick-ass diva where she's like now even a better singer and she's growing and getting popularity and that's what leads her to this whole arc of performing at this huge venue for this one she can put uh, her heart into it shut the fuck up because she still asked the question at the end so she doesn't even do that she doesn't know what that means i think
0: she does but because she's at the end of that arc or whatever that part she's becoming vivi
2: she's asking vivi do you know what it means? I think she understood the concept, but she still couldn't actually experience it or feel it. I don't know. It's one of those Do- things where like you understand what you're saying, but you don't know it through your own personal experience. Tomato potato continue. Anyway, that the the arc that Drew just went over is could have been the best arc in the show except for the fact that they made it the absolute fucking worst arc in the show because they had so many cool things happening all at once. You had the whole issue with diva being diva and not remembering anything about Vivi and seeing these really like inner sort of fighting off inner demon moments where basically she can go inside this place called the archive and the archive is like a music room and while she's in there she's kind of like talking to the archive and she can understand information but in the back of the room there's a door that's closed and she's like i don't know what the hell's back there but i know i'm not supposed to go in there and it like keeps coming up throughout this arc well you find out that vivi what how she perceives to be her alter ego is like secluded herself in this room because of the events that took place where the the human took his own life she's like shut down shut herself off because she doesn't want to repeat that so she's, she's exiled herself to this one secluded place in the archive to where D.Va's like, I don't think I'm supposed to go back there, but I don't know who's back there, and I don't know why I'm not supposed to go back there. But anyway, I got to go sing. As the arc progresses, she starts learning more about, more about Vivi and her pre- previous life. All the time, Matsumoto, the cube thing's there, trying to like play dumb and daft and be like, oh, no, you're D.Va. You're a songstress. You're diva. And she's like, no, I know you from something. So it's like putting the pieces together. You're like, oh, sweet. It's happening. We're going to get some more stuff. This is cool. And then in the last like seven minutes of the final episode of the arc, you get fucking human turned AI coming in for a battle. You get, oh, she's just going to turn back to Vivino. Bye. And then you get, oh, by the way, you're back in the singularity project. And then they're like. Clap hands. We did it, boys. We did it, folks. We're Inception, the fucking pe- we're, Inception we're the best
0: noise. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm I'm just I sat there. I was I was watching this episode. I sat there and I just I was like mouth open like you did not just just completely gloss over everything and think that you did it, do you? And sure as shit, the next episode takes place in like a different part of the arc, like a different arc entirely. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. That is so infuriating. There's no explanation, in, really, as to why she turns back into Vivi. There's, like, some little tidbits here and there, but it's a lot of, like, you figure it out and put the rest of it together yourself, viewer. There's no explanation as to why the human that was a part of the uh, the terrorist group, now turned AI, was even there to begin with, or how he was even created. You have, There's, like, no explanation there. And then the whole, like... Cyber fight while cool was also infuriating because it's like, I, I d- why is he fighting that? And like, I don't understand this fight and I don't know what's going on really. And like, none of it makes sense. And just, it was a lot of frustrating pieces that all culminated into an ending that was just a giant shit stain. It's it just.
0: I can't tell if that was your favorite arc or your least favorite arc. (laughs) Because I I was asking what your favorite
2: one was. The issue, well, no, that was just me summing up why I hated that arc. My favorite arc was probably one of the the early ones. Honestly, it was probably just the the sunrise one. Yeah. Because it was like, it was one of those instances where... I'm going to go into
0: it because that's my favorite arc and I don't want... You've been talking for too long, good sir. Yeah, go for it. No, yeah, yeah. the sunrise. I think the sunrise arc for me is is my, definitely my favorite arc because at this point we've we've been told that everything is humans versus robots. Uh, there's never really robots versus robots. This is the first instance of technical robots versus robots in which it's it's another one of those like okay, it's a little bit of a lazy explanation, but because it's kind of done very well, I'll take it. In which like they go to this space hotel. Literally, this is honestly, like, go watch... I, I highly recommend go watch this show on Netflix that I can't think of the name. Space children, children, I think, is what it is. Orbital Children, thank you. It's really good. Literally, it's like Orbital Children, but better. Not better. Sorry, Orbital Children is better than this arc, but this arc is still very solid. But it's a space hotel, and uh, in the future, in the original timeline, the hotel is crashed into Earth, and I think only, like people in the hotel die nobody on earth dies because it gets sunk into the ocean yeah so vivi vivi not diva is sent there to go fix this and she blends in as a, a customer service robot she meets the head captain of the ship who basically inherited the ship from her owner who died on a spacewalk which was super tragic which we find out wasn't an accident after all i think or it was—I don't really remember.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it was—it was deemed to be that she killed him, but it ended
1: up that
0: being was an accident. the rumor going around. But it was yeah. an accident. But that's it was what an it was. accident.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, well, it was like natural causes, actually.
0: So basically, this whole arc culminates to just like, well, in the record book, this person takes this fucking space hotel down. Like, what's going on? And that's when they find out she's got a twin robot. Woo! Yeah, I don't know if the woos came in there, but that was a very long woo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did not. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, so yeah, Spooky Woos here uh, basically has a twin robot. That twin robot takes over her like AI card or her identity, even though they're identical, whatever. I don't know. Anywho, they're about to sink the hotel into the ground, but Vivi stops them and it's like the first instance of ai versus ai which granted the terrorist organization that tried to assassinate the government official i don't remember what type of government but uh official he was like she like that group is still at it trying to sink this hotel and they're going to be martyrs they're going to be the only ones that die so they'll know that they were the ones behind it but however it's like the one who caused all this to happen was another AI. So it's your first instance of, Hey, AI can also be bad. They can't also be good because they develop a conscious and you threw this person away or this AI away. They're coming back and they want their revenge. So they're going to work with the bad guys. So I think that that was probably my favorite arc because it was very simple. It was still very early on and it was just kind of a, a solo arc all encompassing, not much to do like, hugely with the future so i don't know to me that was my favorite arc i i really 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 enjoyed it
2: yeah um to your point about the whole tropey weirdness of like the oh it's just because she has a twin sister and that's how she was able to mimic her like they they do go into the
0: past and everything with it and it's a really good story it's just it's very convenient
2: yeah, I mean, it's definitely convenient, but what it, it does, it does two things, though, which I actually appreciate. One, it goes into this backstory of how they were testing if they could basically copy over the data from uh, one of the AI robots and implant it into another one that will essentially be able to learn everything instantaneously. And it's like this whole idea of like, then can we do that the same thing with humans? Can you copy over their you know brain? into some in some way shape or form into a data file and then implant it into being so that way you can carry over your consciousness past your you know your your human body that will deteriorate over time um that's one piece the other piece that they dived into was this whole idea of like the sisters which i thought was interesting so like diva is
0: and they bring that back later
2: too yeah 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 it's a continuous thing but this is where it sort of begins which I find interesting how they build onto it later. Diva's the, the oldest AI. No, she's the younger sister. She's the younger no. sister.
0: No, she, I'm pretty sure she's the younger sister to these two robots. I will
2: double check. You continue. I believe Diva's the oldest. I believe everyone yeah, after her was. is, yeah. is the, younger the younger sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, like, the, you're right. Yeah. The three, younger sister to Vivi. Yep. Yeah. So there are three sisters that control the space hotel. Um, that are all the younger sisters of D.Va. Again, they go further into it later on about the whole sister thing and how, like, they're basically just... builds off of D.Va as the original, like, model. Um, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, I like that aspect of it as well. But to your point, I I think this the Sunrise arc just does a lot to build onto, like, the mystery, while simultaneously diving deeper into this whole like, issue, or not issue so much, but like, the conflict between AI and human. Like, what's driving it? Is it human corrupting the AI and turning it against humans? Is it AI gaining consciousness against humans? Is it just humans getting sick and tired of fucking AIs taking their jobs and ruining their lives? Like, what is it? And you get this first instance of there's an event that takes place where an AI goes against its mission, its protocol, and destroys a hotel in space <laughs> by plummeting into the earth, killing humans. And it's like, okay, well, why did that happen? Yeah, and, and the, the weirdness of it is, is like, yeah, the twin sister can copy her sister, and that's what does it, because she's being controlled by the terrorist group. woo da woo woo But just the mystery of it being who's who's the driving force who's overseeing this all like who's actually calling the shots that's creating all these events that's the bigger mystery that they're building on and I think they take a big leap in that arc and then it sort of does this weird petering off in the the next arcs and then takes a like I said a freaking nose dive where it's basically like the super tr- supercomputer from Tron being like it was me all along haha <laughs> losers and then everyone dies
0: It was the super troopers in my day. It was the super troopers.
2: We used to use blinks. Anywho, our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. By that I mean we kill a bunch of humans. Can can we talk? Meow. Yeah. Can we talk about something real quick too on how the, like in the in the if you make it real quick apocalypse. Yeah, real quick. There are like dive bombing drones that just dome people in the noggin to kill them can we talk about that
1: like they're like they're like other ai are like stabbing
2: humans or if they have guns because they're security they're shooting but then there's like ai floats that are just running rampant in the streets just running them over but then in the skies these ai little robot drones just go target acquired and just nosedive at the speed of light and just you just hear like a frying pan tong off their heads and just dead I'm like, thud. man, what a shitty way to go. Like, at least, like, have me get run over by, like, the fucking, the like, tr- yeah, like, the bus one or something. Like, don't or have the, me get the just
1: parade float one.
2: Yeah, like, like, I, it, I was gonna <laughs> to say, they even behind a trash can even of, in Cowboy the Bebop, they do
0: throat. the, yeah, I was gonna say, even in Cowboy Bebop, they have the death of the guy through via the fucking giant
2: ass teddy bear float. Yeah, yeah, or like, you know, Deadpool, you get run over by the Zamboni. No, God! Like, oh, what a scene! better than imagine just like you're you're cowering <laughs> behind like yeah you're like you're like in the bathroom just cowering and then just out of nowhere just a, a missile drone just comes screaming at you and just conks you right at on the They head, didn't, and you're they didn't have forever.
0: the R two D two just like scream <laughs> as they're doing yeah yeah.
1: would be, awesome be edit to put in. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Make, I, I bet someone does that.
2: Or, like, or no, it'd be the TIE fighters. Just, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Just coming in real hot. <laughs> Drew, get Bye. us out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we appreciate your thoughts, your comments, your questions, your concerns, and anything you want to throw our way. You can definitely throw it our way at Bakako Podcast on Twitter. Like I said at the beginning, at bakakako podcast at we want to thank you for joining us today as we celebrate two years of hot takes and telling you and why hot bods. Ooh,
2: uh,
0: dad hot bods,
1: 2D bods. Yeah, and, you're the uh, only you're yeah. the only
0: paper it, cut here, buddy.
2: Yeah. Hey. I'm sorry. I can
1: reshape my shit self at will. I can
2: reshape my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a transformer noise and he turns into like a paper airplane and on. Yeah. See you later, guys. I'm out of here. Bye. God damn it. Later, y'all. <laughs>